Welcome to the podcast, People More Interesting Than Me. I'm your host, Michael Strupsky, and this week, in honor of Mother's Day and releasing on Mother's Day, I'm going to be recording the Barbara Ann Strumsky. And please, if you guys like these episodes or you have suggestions for anyone you want me to interview, please send me a message, uh, any platforms, Instagram, uh, through the newsletter. And uh, if you get a chance, please write a review on Apple Podcasts. Everything helps. Uh, so I want to start off with question is, you're from a, a big family. You had six brothers and sisters growing up. No. Three, sorry, seven brothers. No, six brothers and sisters. Yes. Yeah. And I guess my interesting question is, since then, like in 19-whatever year you were born in, uh, it was easier for people to have six brothers and, sorry, yeah, six brothers and sisters than it was when you had me. Um, let's see, the biggest change? Like, back then it was a lot easier to have seven kids than it is, for example, nowadays or even back when you raised me. I think because... Let's put it this way. Did you see it as more of a burden to raise me? Like you had more standards or like higher, like health concerns, stuff you didn't know when your parents were raising you? Of course, you didn't know how to raise a child until you get into the, into doing it. You don't realize until your mom would always say, well, when you have a kid, you'll know what, what I mean. Well, I don't mean in that aspect. I mean, like. You don't see anybody with seven kids nowadays as you did back Because then. it's more expensive now to raise seven kids, I think, than it was in those days. And do you think also, like, safety's a concern? Like, when when you were raising me, like, obviously it was a different time, but I, I could hang out with friends after school. It wasn't, like, that big of a deal, but nowadays it's a little bit... Yeah, and see the things have changed economically, things have changed socially... It's, and it's not safe to hang out, as you say, like it was when you were growing up, even. What was it like for you? Did your parents give you, like, a huge, like, kind of let you go off on your own? Yeah, we were outside playing, and, you know, there was no concern about anything might happen to us because we, we felt safe where we were, even at our, even at our house or if we went to the movies or something. But you also had your twin sister, too, kind of. Right. Your buddy system, right? Right. But was anything like... There was no concerns that we... There was we, no kidnappings or pedophiles much around you? No, because it was, it was always, oh, it happened somewhere else. And it did. It never occurred to us that it would happen where we are, but nowadays it's different. Do you think that's also because the fact that news travels so quickly and is so affluent whereas back then it was more like you got your your news either through the radio or next day in the newspaper and we got it the news through the tv michael not the radio in, in 19, we had a tv in 1957 we had tv <laughs> okay some households didn't have a tv oh yeah we had a tv so okay. the news was there okay on tv that's where we listened to the news but, uh, that was our media, you might say, the TV. But what I was saying is, 
you feel like the news is much more condensed and makes people much more afraid of what their kids like putting their kids on the playground with like like I was comparing there's back then where you could kind of do whatever you want and then there was when you were raising me there was sort of a leash like you needed to know whose house I was going to kind of I would stay in the neighborhood like like a proxy yeah, that's, thing. yeah that was just the idea of protecting your own that's it and then nowadays I feel like it's more like the kid has to stay in a certain radius right you can't really the, let them go in the neighborhood some more I mean, restrictions there's more restrictions and more a smaller area environment of the raising your child because so you need to know where he is what's he doing and all this and it's gotten smaller you might say okay so let's move on to the next question and if you don't like the questions just feel free to say pass but don't say pass too much uh, <laughs> can you share a memorable story from your childhood that shaped who you are today Oh, goodness. It doesn't need to be, like, a whimsical one, but something that, I don't know, instilled character in you, or, like, you don't want to be the person that does that, or you want to be the person that does that from something you did, standing up for someone, or telling the truth, or, I don't know. Something that you always remember. That's like a, uh, I don't know, like a label on your character. Never giving up, doing your best. But do you have... Do you Probably have... because I flunked out of college. And then, and then I went back to college and I never gave up and I tried again and I got through it. What did you think when you first flunked out? Like, what did you feel? Like, what did you think the next steps were? <laughs> next steps were probably to take a break and look look at myself and see what's what and decide what I wanted to do and that's what I decided to do is just go back and and get through through and graduate so you didn't think about changing careers at all no not then that wasn't really like back then did a back lot of people <laughs> couldn't really pivot right no back then it was a big thing to go to college I think and finish that's much different nowadays. Oh, yeah. So you don't have to go to college anymore to get through and be a success and achieve something. Not like it was in, when I was growing up. When you were growing up, it was much more... Like how... Let's put it this way. Like how rare was it for families to have like all their kids go to college back then? Like let's say there was five kids in a family and they were... Not so all of them. They weren't poor, but they weren't rich. They were middle class. It was. It was. A, it was. Well, wasn't that? It wasn't. It was okay if they went to college. It was okay if they if they didn't go to college. But was it like amazing if, let's say, yeah, there was five kids went to college? Yeah, it was. It was amazing if they all five went. And what about, because of the expense and that they wanted to go. Yeah. And was gradu like was graduating assumed if they went to college? Yeah. Okay. I I didn't know if Yeah, it was assumed that like just you trying. know, you graduated, you went to college, you graduated. Okay. Um what were some of your dreams and aspirations when you were younger and how have 
they how how did they evolve? I guess. Oh, I wanted to be a dancer. You wanted to be a dancer. I didn't know. Yeah, I wanted to be a dancer like the Rockettes. Is that why you went to go see the Rockettes? No. <laughs> Have you ever seen them before since when you went to New York City? Before that, yeah, I mean. I saw them on TV. That's how I got the idea. I just met in person. But no. So how come you didn't pursue dancing? Because I didn't really experience any of it. I just... You didn't really have that option in Williamsport, did you? No, I didn't have that option. And I guess I wasn't 100% gut home about it if I didn't even think about taking lessons or anything. Well, I couldn't, we couldn't afford lessons to begin with. Hmm. That wasn't, a, wasn't an option. And did you ever feel like uh, your sister Trisha's goals ever lined up with yours because you were twins or people roped you in as the same... Twins usually feel like everyone ropes them in as one person. Probably one person as the, we both go to college. And I took the business route and she took the uh, academic. And I ended up academic anyway. Yeah. So you would say, why, why, did, why did you switch from, how long did you want to be a dancer for? Well, this was a little girl. Oh, okay. So basically when you got to middle school or high school, that's when you kind of wanted to become a teacher? Oh, yeah. Well, no, I didn't think about coming becoming a teacher. I thought of coming, going to school and, and work and being getting a job in business. Mm -hmm. I took all the uh, business courses. Okay. And then I went to college, and I was academic. And I wasn't prepared for it. Um, how would, how would you describe your parenting style and, uh, what <laughs> values did you try to strive to instill in me and my non-existing siblings? <laughs> I guess trying to do your best and trying and, and try and do, um, doing your best in whatever you try to do and try anything that you wanted mostly. And um, and never giving up. Okay. And I'll ask a question. I ask a question at the end, and that would be your answer as well. Uh, that's the same thing. Can you recall a difficult decision you had to make as a parent, and the thought process behind it? I think I know the answer. What went through your head when they told you that I had to repeat second grade? Oh, they didn't tell me you had to repeat second grade. What the? the there was no question. No, they didn't. I, I'm the one that made this decision okay. that you should repeat second grade. Okay. That wasn't their idea at all. It was mine. Okay. Because I knew you would never catch up. Because if you weren't reading in second grade as well as you should, there's no way you would catch up if you would pass the next grade. Mm -hmm. I knew that from, a, from my own experience as a teacher. You would never actually catch up. And, and that's, that, was that because how I started early in kindergarten? You started early, you were not mature enough. and I also have one eye. No, that wasn't. That was part of it, but that was just, that came later. I don't think that came later. Or no, I patch. mean, no, the patch came in kindergarten. 
towards the end of kindergarten. But I'm saying, like, not being able to fully use both eyes and having to use a patch or always wearing... No, I think that came later. That Initially, you weren't mature enough to handle kindergarten. Okay. And mature, you mean, like, just moving all around, hyperactive... Yeah, that part of, that's part of it. Do you think you most, weren't just not ready? Do you think most? You should parents, have waited another year. Do you think most parents should start their well? Do you think it varies based on like male or female or? Oh yeah, definitely. Males are slower to start. From your kindergarten experience. Yeah. Like the older they start, the better they are. They, they always girls are all more ready for kindergarten than the boys are at a certain age, at the beginning there. So, sorry, I stepped on your line. What is, can you recall a difficult decision you had to make as a parent and the thought process behind it? You can say pass. Probably just keeping you in uh, second grade. Okay. Did you have to... It wasn't a difficult decision. It was one I believed in. What? I mean, like, what moment did you know, like, because it's pretty hard to tell your child that, you know, like, you're going to have to repeat a grade and basically see these kids every day that you used to be with. Well, I knew that you weren't going to see the same kids because it was a change in boundaries, and I knew you'd be in a new community, so that was an opportune time to, uh, to... Stay in the same class, even though stay in the same class and not see the same kids again. Because you're beginning on a new community, a new school, and so on. So that was an opportune time to make sure that you repeated. Can you share a funny or heartwarming antidote from raising me that still brings a smile to your face? <laughs> uh, let's see. When I went to pick you up one day, in what grade was it second grade yeah it had to be second grade you were which which time first second grade uh. at short elementary i'm going to pick you up you coming out crying because you said oh dad's going to kill me because i got in trouble at school and you kicked some other kid after he kicked you yeah so uh. you had detention i think the next day yeah well, I don't remember the crying part, but it sounds right. Uh, how do you think parenting has changed over the years, and what advice, what what advice would you have given uh, yourself? Uh, I guess after you had me, like. Uh, let's see. I I let you try a lot of new things, which is good. And be involved in a lot of different things, and we wanted you to be be more be independent as soon as you could. So I didn't think I was a helicopter. What they call a helicopter? I don't think that term mother started being used until I don't know middle school. Yeah, I wasn't a helicopter mom, but I wanted you to be more independent and be able to make your own decisions 
and be your own self, I guess. And compared to today, I think it's more, I don't know, it depends on which family you're talking about. I mean, other parenting skills today, some are letting their kids, I think they're more free letting them do what they want in most cases. But I don't know, because it depends on the area and so on, because, and the parenting. And what would you give, I think my, my question was, what kind of advice would you give to yourself, I guess, back in 1990? Hmm. Um, I don't know about you. I wouldn't change anything. Okay, that's an answer. I wouldn't change anything because I thought I wanted you to have gain independence, and I also made sure that you didn't knew right from wrong. And I don't know what I would change. Okay. Uh, what is? Oh, how has your relationship evolved with me as I've grown older? And what do you cherish most about our bond? Well, I, I realized <laughs> that one part of is that you gain independence outside the home and did different different jobs and different sports, but you didn't actually participate within the home. <laughs> I've noticed that. That's true. I you really let me off on doing dishes and back. Yeah, and like you that. didn't have any inside chores or you didn't you weren't doing them I think I think I was spoiled in that way that I didn't have too many chores but I don't think I was spoiled with gifts and stuff like that no no but I've noticed that you you've changed a lot in your ways of um cleaning cleaning and because your room was always a mess now you're so particular <laughs> and you're Food tastes have changed. For good or bad? Well, good for your health, I guess, in that respect. Yeah, I think it was the fact that I didn't really have a choice, like being in the house, just because it was usually Dad would bring home from the junk food store, like tasty cakes and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I I just didn't fight it back then, but, but I... When we went, I went to college, it was a little different. I could kind of start choosing my... And then, obviously, I got to eat healthier now and exercise and stuff like that. Uh, okay, last question. What is something your parents did that you tried to pass on to me? Like a lesson or a tradition or like... Uh, I, you you kind of mentioned this already, too. And what is something that you did differently that your parents did? Um that uh, yeah what's something that you tried to do differently than your parents did with you hmm usually you take the practices of your parents and, and instill them in parenting your own kid that's what you learn from your parents but sometimes there's stuff that when you grew up that you realize weren't because you it's not that you want to repeat exactly what... Sometimes you do, but you always want to be better. I'm saying, is there something you... Oh, uh, maybe because of 
communicating more than they did. Because, I mean, that's normal, though, because you had six brothers and sisters, so their attention was divided, right? Not really, because we had, like... Spaced out. So they were spaced out enough that your attention, you got their attention. But sure, they were, you know, divided, of course, because of the many kids they had. But I'd say communication is a big, is a key thing. Communicating more with your child and explaining things and and not saying it's it, you do this just because I said so. Mm-hmm. There's always I think there should be more talking and telling why you're doing this. Because talking about your feelings and stuff like that was yeah they back didn't then it wasn't as back in they didn't do it as much. Because I can see that with my brothers and sisters. We're, we're close, but not close that we can talk all the time in, in, in our feelings and so on. That's communicating, which wasn't done that much. It wasn't normal as it is today. Yeah. Okay. I guess you could say that. Well, thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome, my son. <laughs> If you like this week's episode of People More Interesting Than Me, please follow me on Apple Podcasts so you won't miss out on more episodes like these.